It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am joined, as always, by Sarge. Hello. Hello from the internet. And the mysterious L. Hello, my beautiful babies. <laughs> ah, Seamless. Uh, visiting karma in jolly old fictional Australia, apparently. So It could be a bad English accent, too. Yeah. <laughs> Just a Pick bit. your poison. <laughs> all these things are possible everything is possible i'm a chameleon <laughs> yeah i put the l in chameleon you're like unto dana carvey's master in disguise yeah master of disguise yes real g's move silently l's in lasagna <laughs> like in lasagna oh god i got that wrong so badly wrong but i, I wanted to make it l but it's not but uh see and this is i mean this is this is why you got to do the red leather yellow leather up top you gotta yes Otherwise, you come into it all all mumbly stumbly. <laughs> I like being mumbly stumbly and nimbly pimbly. I've uh, thanks to Super Troopers and you poisoning me with that movie. I have worked nimbly pimbly into my rotation at the poker table, yelling at customers when they're betting out a turn and making mistakes like that. I've decided mumbly nice. mumbly stumbly is the name of the character that I did at the top of the show. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that Australian and or British gentleman is bubbly stumbly. As <laughs> well, he should be. He he and Duke Nukem, you can do like a duo podcast down the line where the two of them are just hanging out, living the <laughs> They're life. They're just the members of the zoo crew. <laughs> yes. Bubbly stumbly <laughs> and the Duke. <laughs> yes. Uh, you're, you're, what yeah. a dark what a dark timeline you've summoned. <laughs> 
by dark you mean best. I that would mm. be that'd be the greatest bit in the world where Elle just refuses to acknowledge he's both voices and just playing both characters, and, and the callers are just harassing him about it. Ugh. Have you I, ever seen L and Bubbly Stubbly and Duke Nukem all in the same place? I think not. <laughs> <laughs> it can't possibly be the same. No, no, oh, no, boy. no way, no how. So uh, while this is a uh, very jovial and silly uh, small talk open, we do talk about QAnon, so let's play a content warning about that stuff. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Nice. Now that all the kids are out of the room, we can talk about porking. Yeah. <laughs> Big year, guys. Big year. It's December 8th as we're recording, and that means it's been one year since Q posted his final post, a broken link to a copyright-struck YouTube video playing Twisted Sister. Uh, so yes, you're, you are going to be seeing a lot of, uh, media posts about a year without Q, um, cause this, uh, it's really funny that Q decided to tap out on December 8th, cause December 7th was Pearl Harbor, which could have been, like, a perfect day to, like, tie that conspiracy theory into the end of Q. Yeah, and Ron really fucked that one. He could have timed the the meeting so, but like December seventeenth is right there. December. But 7th, guys, like have you considered what twelve plus eight means in Yamathria? <laughs> oh, no, hit me. Do you got it? No, no, God, no. no. I don't. I don't no. keep up my Yamathria calendar uh, like calculator. Just on it. Uh... No, that again. That's uh, that's our wait. Three years down the line, where we're totally out of content. Pay, paywall content is just. Uh, us just smashing numbers into, into, into Gematria uh, calculators and just laughing at the results because it's just hilarious cold reading nonsense where you just discard all the bad things and keep all the good things. Yeah, but did uh, you know that Dana Carvey and Good Foot Owner are the same numbers? Think about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Finally, so, way to decode the universe. Oh, b- break it all down. So, yeah. It's, it, it is it's just it's so funny that like Q it, it, it's very obvious that Q didn't know they were quitting after they made that post because that wasn't the note to go out on this dumb Trump fan video uh, with uh, we're not going to take it anymore playing in the background and Trump doing his awkward shambling dancing and just crowds of people cheering for him. And that was it. That was that was Q's send off to this whole thing. Followed um, by a year of taking it. Yes, <laughs> followed by a year of followed by a year of taking it. Followed by a year where, uh, right now, over seventy percent of all Americans have had at least one dose of the COVID vaccine. Like uh, I, uh, Biden being president for the whole year, uh, which like was something that was not supposed to happen. Um, oh no, they're gonna. He's he was replaced by James Wood like a month ago or whatever. Well, whatever that happened. Yeah, oh, everyone, everyone, uh, I saw one one QAnon promoter was like, has anyone seen a picture of Biden in the White House since March? I saw you post that. I loved that one. And they were going through and debunking these photos. And they're like, look, it's all wrong. And I was like, that's just 
uh, a lens flare, my dude. That's just a flash reflecting in a window. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. I love it when uh, they take my photos. Yeah. Uh, my, what, sorry, go ahead. One, one, one quick little thing about all that. My my beloved state, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, uh, we have over uh, 87% of people in this state have gotten one shot, and over 72% are fully vaccinated. So, like, uh, according to QAnon, Massachusetts is just going to be a graveyard in one to two years or something. Like, every, oh. everyone in this state is is dead. Like According it's a, to QAnon, all your DNA is altered, and God can no longer see you. And yeah. uh, I've lived and in Massachusetts. Sperm is the new Bitcoin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And, and according to the uh, and according to the Nation Tracker, sixty percent of Americans are fully vaccinated. Seventy one percent have gotten a shot, and are already fourteen and a half percent of people have gotten their booster. So, like, yeah, I'm, I'm scheduling mine before Christmas to be responsible. I'm getting mine Friday. Boom. Hook, hook me up with more of the, those Bill Gates microchips. It's, this is all happening. I just love how this, how COVID is such a massive, the vaccine is such a massive plot hole to QAnon. And they, they like, I just saw, I posted the thing today where a guy is like, you guys that are mad at Trump about the vaccine need to shut up because he's great. And I'm just thinking to myself, your own story says that we're all going to die from the vaccine. And like literally the, the, the normal baseline QAnon belief of the vaccines is going to kill us all. The best case scenario is that in two years, the, the Biden comes out and says, Oh yeah, by the way, everyone who's taken their fifth and fourth or fifth uh, boosters, after you got the first two boosters, you need a booster every six to nine months, your immune system stops working entirely and you will die immediately. So now you are trapped on these boosters, we have you literally medically blackmailed. You must do, <laughs> you must do what we say, and you must get the shots when we tell you to get them, or your body will no longer function correctly. And this is what they all believe. And at the same time, they're like, "Yeah, Trump saying get vaccinated is no big deal to me." Trump twenty twenty four, boom, make America great again, 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 again. We, we're going to do this. Uh, uh, let's go, Brandon. All that's and it's just it's like, it's like how can you? I, it's it, you hear yourself. You're so obviously larping and just wanting to be a Trump fanboy that you're gonna just deny the rest of the story that you've been telling everybody for the past year. It's so absurd. <laughs> All right, enough vaccine talk. Bring it back to a year without Q. What has been? Do we have like? Can you give us some big highlights of the year without Q where the, his absence was really felt? Yeah, yeah a lot of people then... got the vaccine and he wasn't there to tell them not to. Let's talk about the vaccine some more. <laughs> <laughs> don't you, don't you dare like, re-segue my segue. <laughs> yeah, I just started back to you like tennis. <laughs> hey, how about we talk about something other than the vaccine? Uh, yes, and let's talk about the vaccine. That's how, uh, <laughs> that's how improv works. You son of a bitch. I feel like a tennis ball just being batted back and forth between Sarge and L. Or it's, it's awesome. Uh, well, the one thing I would I would say about um, the lack of having Q around was it it made it so that quote unquote serious QAnon didn't have a big daddy to like point to to tell the idiots who were doing the dumb dumb things that they were wrong because the boss man says they're wrong. Like Trump is never going to meddle in an interceded QAnon fight on the a fight. Cause he doesn't know what any of this shit means. He just knows these idiots vote for him. So he'll talk about how he hates pedophiles. 
And QAnon hates pedophiles too, so we're all good, right? But <laughs> they say they do, <laughs> right? So, uh, except for when they all get arrested for being pedophiles, because it's weird. The people like w- 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 QAnon always loves talking about like the people that hate us obviously are hiding something, and it's like actually no, the people promoting this stuff are the ones actually hiding it. But um, so when Ghost Ezra and Negative uh, Forty Eight and all of these other weirdo creeps start like crawling out of the woodwork and doing stuff that's portraying QAnon in a negative light, uh, Medic and Sather and Qtaw and all these other jamokes that uh, run We the Media and the quote-unquote serious QAnon people, they can't like basically tell Ron Watkins, yo, Ron, write up a couple drops saying that Ghost Ezra is bad and stupid and that you hate him. And then after he does that, then they can say, hey, look, everybody, Q says that Ghost Ezra is a piece of shit and you should all disown him. Now, that I mean, obviously Q wasn't able to shut up the JFK Jr. tweeters <laughs> and all that other shit. So it's like people ignore Nothing Q can when... keep down JFK Jr. <laughs> no, no. Not, not even having his ashes spread in the sea. JFK no. Jr. is like Mr. Domino in that nobody can stop him. No. <laughs> <laughs> so what of L's classic old references for almost nobody? <sighs> Hey, but that's that's why they pay you the big bucks. That's what you're here for is to, is to hit a niche a niche audience inside of a niche audience. It's nicheception. So, um, but you know, but like, like even so, not having that arbiter, I think it does help the people that are just looking to like run into this thing and make a buck that they don't have to worry about. Uh, being gatekeeped by the boss. I mean, Jordan say they're trying to gatekeep people. Like uh, Joe M back in the day tried to gatekeep this shit, but they weren't the guy posting this shit on 8chan. They were they're not the they're not the guy that's working arm in arm with Trump and all that kind of stuff. So no matter how quote unquote important you are in the QAnon community, you're not. Q, so you can fuck off, and I can post my crap about James Woods being uh, playing Joe Biden under a skin suit, and that George Floyd was a crisis actor, and all that kind of stuff. And and you might be able to tell me no, but until Q comes down from Mount Olympus and tells me no, I'm gonna keep doing my dumb dumb stuff. That's all there is to it. So, so I mean. Long story short, it's let things get weirder. Before there was kind of a, a a tap, and they had to filter through Q, but they ignored him when they wanted to. Yeah, like yeah, Q was helpful, but Q wasn't like wasn't going to be the the ultimate arbiter of stuff. But like mm-hmm. I, 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 what basically the way I can kind of describe it is that. Back when Q was around, you would have, uh, like, Q is right, everything Q says is what we need to follow, QAnon, and then you had the people that would just kind of go out and say, well, hey, Q says JFK Jr.'s dead, but Q also said this information is necessary, so Q's probably just keeping JFK Jr. safe for the right moment to spring him on the world. So <laughs> They're it's like all roommates. It's like some sort of sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Q's just keeping JFK Jr. under lock and key because he knows the world's dangerous for him. But every now and then, JFK Jr. gets out of the house and runs around the neighborhood. And Q's like, oh, no, JFK Jr., come back. Uh, L, how many times do you think Q has tried to make JFK Jr. watch Neon Genesis Evangelion? Uh, Well, is it the character Q or the actor? Because if it's the character Q, probably zero. But if it's the actor, like, pfft. 
dozens, hundreds. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, in this in this world, Ron Watkins and JFK Jr. definitely like share an apartment in uh, Japan together with the Ray Ayanami doll. So, I, I I don't know. You think JFK Jr. is into anime? Just hanging out with Q? Uh, probably not. I think he's into disaster movies. Surprisingly enough. Wow, really? Disaster movies? What's his favorite? Uh, White Squall. White Squall! (laughs) I would have also accepted Towering Inferno or, uh, oh, what's the one where the ship flips up? The Poseidon Adventure? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just feel like you basically had before you had what you would consider to be like a kind of like a there were two camps. You had like a, the Protestant Catholic Sunni Shia kind of divide in QAnon where they only disagreed on like a couple issues here and there. But once Q like walked away, now you have like basically America's sort of dial of Christianity version of QAnon where whatever, whatever interpretation of the Bible you want to use, if you want to open up a church and start soliciting donations, you can just do it. It doesn't matter. And when the crazies needed it most, yeah. Q vanished. Right. Like if you, if you want to handle snakes, handle snakes. If you want to believe that Joseph Smith found some gold plate somewhere, go for it. Like whatever, whatever sort of QAnon belief you want to have now, it's all open season. It's fair game. Like, like now, uh, all you have to do is, uh, go to a Q, a Q, a Q drop aggregator site. Read the 4,000 or so Q drops, and most of them are incredibly small. You can bang it out in a day if you really are desperate. Take mm. a bunch of notes, come up with your own theory on Q, go on the internet, start spouting that shit, and within about a couple months, you can start selling Trump coins to people and raking in bank. I think negative 48 is a great example of how a year without Q has only made them more dangerous. Because I, like, I personally think negative 48 doesn't happen if Q is still around or the greater Q movement disavows him harder because I, I just don't see them getting that weird with the the guiding hand on the till that is Q. Yeah, I think that's I think that's very much the 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 major issue with QAnon, I believe, is that it is going to get smaller, but it is also going to become more radicalized and more dangerous and well and what you said about being weirder is also true. It's going to get weird, but weird can lead you down really dark roads once you get once you get to the once you get to a place where you are uh parading around Dallas with heads of JFK wearing MAGA hats and internet deal with it sunglasses. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just, just imagine how internet poisoned you are to like be holding that thing on a stick and thinking anyone can get all the bizarre references you're trying to make with that image. It's just, it's like, it's like, wow, these, these people are so off the beaten path; they have no idea where reality is anymore. No Let's problem. go, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> I like, man, genie wish. If I had a genie wish, I would very be very tempted. If I had to use it on something silly, to find out exactly why Q stopped posting. I know I bring it up a lot, and we we've theorized on it, but it's just. 
to stop when he did is that I, I just feel like there had to be some sort of like legal threat or saw that it, it was getting wildly out of control and yeah. had. Yeah, the thing that's really weird to me is that it's like Q, like the, the fact that Q kind of threw in the towel before the election. I mean, because like, because uh, because Jim Watkins had said to some people that he thought that Q was going to be gone after the election, which mm-hmm. meant that Jim thought that tr- Jim thought that Trump was going to lose. But if you look at like before the twenty eighteen midterms. Q is like posting all the time. His mantra is all capital letters, vote, exclamation point, vote, exclamation point, vote, exclamation point. He's like just demanding people try to win the midterms for Republicans. He's just like frantic. And then uh, before the 2020 election, uh, he posts a bunch on October 22nd. Then he takes a week off and October 30th, he makes a couple posts. October 31st, he makes some posts. Takes a few more days off. November 2nd, he makes one post. And then on election day, where according to QAnon and the world, the fate of humanity hangs in the balance between the cabal and the patriots, uh, Q makes one post that's just literally a quote from Abraham Lincoln, and he's done. And then during that frantic week where uh, we're counting the ballots and Biden's creeping, Biden's caught Trump and beat him in in Michigan and Wisconsin, and he's gaining on him in Georgia and Pennsylvania. And if he gets either of those, it's over and he's president. You would think during that week that like Q would be like ripping his hair out and screaming and yelling and talking about how they're stealing this shit and posting videos of uh, votes being uh, brought in on uh, on like shipping trucks or the Roger Stone thing where the boats from North Korea made it to Maine with the ballots that had Biden's name on them. You would think that he'd be like promoting all these conspiracy theories because. Biden wasn't declared because the election ended on Tuesday. Biden wasn't declared the winner until Sunday or the weekend, Saturday. So it was like it was like four days before the media called it for Biden, which was like on November 7th. Q didn't post again until November 12th. And he was just sort of and and that that was like some low effort bullshit. And then he took maybe maybe in those intervening days, he was uh, busy doing some like wet works operate. Maybe he was like Jack Ryan. (laughs) <laughs> Only Jack's spelled with a Q. J Q Ryan. <laughs> yes. I mean, we were, we were so certain. We had production meetings and talked about uh, doing a special episode when Q hit his five thousandth Q drop. We thought for sure. We no one thought he was going away, right. and especially not us. And then it's just like, well, you know, that meme of guy poking thing. Do something. We we just like I. We hit a month and I was like, I don't know. And you can go back. And we were just waiting for you. Guys, you post. guys caught me. My podcasting duties made it so that I could no longer post as Q. I had to stop. <laughs> <laughs> we made you too busy. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, boy, I can't keep working both sides of this thing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm burning myself out. Literally burning the candle at both ends. that new ava the final ava movie came out and you're just like oh god like i gotta do a retrospective did you rewatch ava or something you've been bringing up ava a lot this week oh just no it's just because ron has that stupid ray ayanami doll so anytime we talk about q the man himself i think about ava now yeah but even before we were recording the podcast you sent me a picture via textual imagery of (laughs) 
of a Drake Cross Neon Genesis Evangelion shirt. I sent you that because it was weird as shit. Did not matter that it was Ava. It just was a weird... That came up on my Twitter timeline, and so I sent it to our group chat of Drake's head being a uh, Evangelion. Uh, because I thought it was one of the most wild bootleg shirts I'd ever seen. So just saying, man, you got you got Ava on the brain. I think it might be time for you to get back at the fucking robot Shinji. Yeah, I do need to watch all four of the movies are up on Amazon. I need to watch them just in a go. Yeah, uh, yeah, so, yeah. It's because the final Q, the final Q drop is Q drop forty nine fifty three. So he was only forty seven Q drops away from five. Yeah, 000. it's like we talked about. It's such a lame duck one too. It's so lame compared to like the the really meaty dumb ones that we talked about early on, right? Yeah, early like even even as bad as the as the aid kun Q drops were, every now and then they would put some effort into it. They would try to make it like at least like something to be interested in. And then, but the last the last four Q drops are an American flag. Nothing can stop what is coming. Nothing Q. Uh, a little dumb stuff where he tried to backfill. He tried to retcon what what nothing can stop, nothing can stop what is coming meant. And after he did that, that that took, was a little bit of effort. Then his second to last post was Durham Q, and then he takes a month off and then finishes <laughs> with the twisted sister thing. And it's it's like. And it's and if you think about it, that was such a mistake because the Durham thing. They're still talking about Durham now. Oh, yeah. His As random he, non sequiturs have led to just deep, the deepest, dumbest rabbit holes. Right. And, but now that Durham has arrested, has, has indicted a couple coffee boys, they're like so pumped for the Durham investigation and the giant quantity of nothing that it's obtaining. <laughs> like, um, for, I mean, Lord knows that like we're, we're, we're a mom and pop operation compared to empty wheel. But if you, if anyone's not following empty wheel on Twitter, uh, she does a like, really good job, a really good job on like all of the stuff that Durham's doing. And, his indictments of these people have been so flimsy and it feels like, according to her, like, like it feels like he's like flailing desperately to try to create this uh, huge narrative where he's able to indict Christopher Steele for the, for the dossier and all this stuff. But like the people he's already indicted, like the cases are so weak that, like that's probably not going to happen. So this this desperate attempt to create a narrative that allows him to try to indict some people from fr- fusion GPS and steel and these other folks, it's probably not going to fly. So um, <laughs> yeah, like, but would you say that he is taking it? <laughs> yes, that's the question. It's, it's the last the last message that Q left all of us with is a constant wonder of whether or not one is taking it. Are we and, taking it? Are we planning on taking it? And now QAnon has Sylvester Stallone. They finally have like a kind of actual celebrity. Like, or is that confirmed? Uh, all we know is that Stallone wore that hat. I haven't seen Stallone pull the the full caviezel and start. Uh, he wore that hat with a Q on it and said, "Heading into the storm." And uh, I saw that. QAnon went apeshit there for a little while. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, um, uh, I see a headline. Stallone says Storm in Instagram post was not tied to QAnon, but he meant Thunderstorm. Um, and uh, Stallone says his Q hat and Storm reference were unequivocally about a yacht after QAnon supporters flocked to his post. So oh. Stallone has been like, no, 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 no. <laughs> he backed hard, up that real quick. Hard pass on that shit. Fuck you, weirdo. He, he, he didn't back off hard enough because he just claimed it was a boat thing. And we all know that Q loves boat things. <laughs> they do <laughs> love boats. They fucking love boats. They have to really love boats because that movie's like not great. But uh, it was better than I expected. I, but I I just love the fact that that movie has the the scene in it where the boys have to get penicillin shots because the girls they were with gave them like, the clap. It's like, oh my god! Like, how is that a part of a movie where it's like it's all based on a true story too? So I, I kind of feel like that happened. Yeah, I mean, when based on a true STI, yes. When, when you join the military, it is still the procedure. One of the first shots you get, they just give you a broad spectrum antibiotic to clear out anything you're coming in with. And like we we asked them about that. We're like, what why are we getting this like peanut butter shot? And they're like, Oh, that's penicillin. A lot of you come in with STIs and we're just getting that all out of your system. That's, well, that's because where they go one, they go all. Of course they're gonna get some dirty dick. I mean You mean where they where they come one, they come all. There well, we I, I said where they go when they go all is in like the moment in which they penetrate the orifice. You were talking about the terminus of after the orifice has been penetrated. <laughs> I hate where this has gone, and I was a part of it. You did this. this yeah, is- I have only myself to blame. M- m- much like the Sarge story time, this is a prison of your own creation. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. I- that was like one of the more believable moments in that movie for for me, where they're all just like getting getting shots for STIs. It's like, yeah, I don't know, that kind of how it is still. That's that's life. Yeah. Uh, well, we, we've talked about Q's mysterious absence for uh, a while now. Do we want to roll into our headlines for the week? That sounds yeah. like a plan. Give them From to me. the digital headlines to the digital front lines. It's Q's in the news. What's our first one? What do we got? Uh, well, uh, well, uh, I-, I was expecting you to pick up that ball, but <laughs> uh, I- I'll go. I'll go ahead and do it. I'll jump on that grenade like a like a twiggy, tiny Steve Rogers to prove that I am the one who deserves to be Captain America. Because we all know how much L loves America. That's what the L stands for: love <laughs> yeah. of America. Love. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it turns out that there's a there's a new variant in town. Uh, you could hear you could hear his spurs. Coming down the t- down the main drag, and uh, it's it, it's scrapping for a fight, and it's called Omicron. Yes, yeah, Omicron's here. Yeah, just like the big transformer that eats planets. Yeah, that is not exactly. what that name. Uh, yeah. So why are we talking about Omicron, Mike? Well, the reason why we're talking about Omicron here is that uh, QAnon has come up with some very interesting ideas as to <laughs> what Omicron actually is and what's ha- what's going to happen to the world. Like, um, the first most boring thing they came up with is, oh, a new variant for more lockdowns and more vaccines and just more medical tyranny and more oppression. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. But that was the baseline boring weak tea. Any idiot could have come up with that theory about Omicron and how it works. 
they've already had that theory. That was their theory to begin with. Right. That was their theory for like because because the thing was is that uh, before even before Omicron came out, Fauci and all these other experts were saying, "Look, boosters are going to be a big part of this." Like we're learning that the vaccines, uh, the the efficacy of them diminishes after like six months or so. So getting a booster into you quickly keeps your vaccine keeps your vaccines working properly, so that you won't get COVID. And if you do, it'll be mild, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So uh, getting mad about boosters based off Omicron wasn't exactly like it wasn't new. It wasn't spicy and exciting. Yeah, that's not the weird hotness I'm looking for. The weird hotness you're looking for is that Omicron may be a white hat operation. Omicron, what? Yes, the the, the new working theory that I've been that I've seen a few major QAnon promoters peddling, and these folks are tied to weed the media, so they get their quote unquote serious QAnon. They get out there through all the mainstream QAnon outlets. Is that <laughs> is that is that Omicron is hyper contagious? but also extremely mild. It is basically a sort of a free-range vaccination where we're all going to get Omicron. It's not going to really hurt us because it's going to be nothing more than a head cold. And then after we've gotten it, we will now have natural immunity so that Delta and more lethal variants of COVID will no longer be able to infect us or hurt us. So uh, and that through the power of contracting Omicron, we will no longer be beholden to vaccines or boosters or any other form of medical tyranny. Omicron is liberation. Omicron a- shall free us from the bondage of COVID is the I, new theory. I mean, they're almost they're right there. They're on the precipice. They, so they think getting sick with the disease will give them immunity. Which, yes, but as they've we've shown, uh, immunity from getting it only lasts about three months. Uh, is the last number I heard. That might actually already be out of date, but it's just they're right there. They're so close. Yeah, they literally are talking about what if we could get the disease, but a milder version of the disease, so we don't, and then we have immunity from it. This is this is all the vaccines we had before we got our uh, the the uh, the RMMA, the yeah the mRNA vaccines. Yeah. This like that was always how vaccines worked. Is we give you a dead version of the virus or whatever it is, your body then recognizes what that is, builds immunity, gets ready for it, and then if the real thing shows up, your body fucks it up. That, that that's vaccines one hundred and one. So that is what they now believe. What they now believe Omicron is that, that <laughs> Omicron is uh, a, a basically a white hat vaccine that QAnon will be willing to get by partying, hanging out in crowds. Just they want to catch COVID hanging out, out on the on their boats, yeah, yes. yeah. yacht parties. Yeah, exactly. Fucking love boats. Uh, so who put this? White hat uh, disease vaccine out into the wild. Who's JFK the, Jr. JFK. Uh, God JFK, damn it. Yes. Uh, uh, Pepe Lives Matter and Julian's Rum were the two main promoters of this thing that I've seen. Uh, they've been very much uh, – they've been celebrating the fact that we are uh, – we're, we're now going to be able to uh, – basically, we're going to catch the deep state uh, becoming furious – 
over the fact that uh, that that Omicron is going to uh, thwart their plans for these lockdowns and these forced vaccinations because everybody is going to just um, catch the disease, get a very mild case of it. We're all going to have immunity. We won't get it. We won't get it again. And then we're going to be like, hey, everybody, now that we've all got it and we're all good, we don't need any of this other nonsense that you evil uh, deep state operatives have created. And so now we are going to just be able to uh, live our lives the way we lived them before COVID was discovered, before this all happened. Um, This post... uh, uh, it was from uh, Forecast uh, for, uh, 43, uh, 432 hertz. That's one of those uh, special frequencies that heals your mind in the chakra community and all that happy horse shit. I'm, I'm sorry, um, what? <laughs> uh, oh, oh, trust me. We'll, we, we, if, we, if we ever wanted to do a bonus episode on alternative medicine, that would be one of the things that is in there. They, they, yeah, there's... There's just this idea that the world, that the universe works on certain frequencies and harmonies, and if you get attuned to those spectrums, you, you your your body aligns with your your energy aligns with the universe, and you can't get sick. Uh, yeah. I saw a movie about that. This guy snapped and aligned half of the, all the people in existence. <laughs> oh dear, but uh, yeah, but this this. Um, this post that got forwarded by Julian Thrum uh, states, excitement is growing among coronavirus experts in Southern Africa and around the world, as it is increasingly seems that the new Omicron variant is rapidly replacing the much more deadly Delta mutation. Experts are so ecstatic because it seems more and more that, that the Omicron variant is much more contagious and dominant than Delta, but also much milder and less deadly. Some experts are therefore thinking, urging countries to drop restrictions and let Omicron spread so that more infections but less severe variants can kill off the Delta quicker. And uh, from that, they state that uh, this could be the ultimate red pill. The swamp is essentially cornered. Their reaction function, their their reaction function, I do not understand what those words mean, will be televised for the world to see and recorded in the history books. Omicron could be our ticket to freedom, a totalitarian checkmate, which again, if you could explain what those two words mean to me, I will pay you, I don't know, like $40. I will buy you a pizza. I'll do something. (laughs) I do love the circumstances have dictated that a certain, uh, at least a certain amount of the Q population has to be team virus. Yes, that's where we are now. Like, we're oh not, man, this virus is so good. We're no, we're no longer. We, we we've gone from alternative cures of the virus, like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, to just outright get the virus. Just, just get yeah, it. Go, 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 so go see if Omicron is right for you. Ask, <laughs> yeah, exactly. ask your doctor if Omicron might be right for you. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Can I tell all- doctor, I really don't like the fact that I might get coronavirus. What would you suggest for me? Well, there, it's simple. Get coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Man, man goes to doctor and says, doctor, I fear coronavirus. Doctor- but doctor, I am Omicron. <laughs> oh, no. Got him. I didn't want to do the whole thing because it's a lot of setup for the punchline. <laughs> yeah, the, the punchline's all we need. It's so good. Oh, those were my favorite bits. Yeah, yeah, just the idea that now getting the virus is good because now the virus is mild. 
Um, this is one of the things that's like so frustrating about Omicron and all variants is that the, the media jumps on the new variant and freaks out about it, but we never know for at least for a few weeks, what the actual payoff of the variant is. Because I remember uh, that couple week period where Lambda was like the, the, the new hotness and everyone was freaking out about it, that it was going to be uh, vaccine resistant and that we were, we, 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 that we were, okay, everybody, Lambda's here and we're back to square one. We're totally fucked. And now you've never heard of it. It doesn't even exist. I mean, it's, it's just, uh, like there have been um, a, the reason why we're on Omicron now is because we've had a ton of variants and a bunch of them have mattered, but, uh, but really like the original uh, COVID, which is now called alpha was alpha. And then the next big one that mattered was Delta, but that's oh, shit. That fucking Rona virus with its alpha energy. Yeah. Oh, what, 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 ever, does everybody remember when coronavirus first showed up and it was extra Chadley? Yeah, it's just swaggering. We are in big, big trouble if it gets to Sigma. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. We'll just put coronavirus on double secret probation. <laughs> <laughs> Our references are all over the place today. Yeah. So, uh, uh, reading from the CDC. Uh, they have a list of uh, variants being monitored, which was Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Epsilon, Eta, Iota, uh, Kappa, Mu, Zeta, and also variants. The, uh, this poor variant didn't even get uh, a, a Greek num a Greek letter. It was just variant one dot six one seven dot three. So sorry, uh, Boston area code uh, coronavirus variant. You don't even get a cool uh, letter. And then there were variants. A string of, of numbers. Uh, plug it into Yamatria. <laughs> Let's go. Yes. Uh, then there were variants of interest, which has no li- which has no variants under it, and then finally variants of concern, which are Delta and Omicron, and then there's a final, very ominous list: uh, variants of high consequence, which thankfully, oh. which thankfully has nothing listed under it. So we have yet to hit one of those. So that's good. Yeah, that is good because <laughs> I'm not joking. When Omicron first started showing up. I was also very scared because they were like, hey, lots of people are getting it. And it just immediately started showing up. Whatever. Suck nations. it up, soy boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's your ticket to freedom. Yes. Just, yeah, just, just, just re- somehow find a way to uh, devaccinate yourself. Go to one of the sites that will teach you how to suck the vaccination poison out of your body, so that you're you 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 go back to being a pure blood with uh, he- with healed DNA that is now unaltered and, un- and unaugmented by Phyrexian science, and then uh, catch uh, catch Omicron and uh, be healthy. After you have your head cold, which and, you, and be healed, be healed by its white hat. Yeah. Speaking of sucking and heal DNA, man, my segue game is on point. I hear that Nunes resigned. What implications does that have for QAnon? 
So uh, our boy Devin Nunes, and what's really funny was once I heard like shitty house rep resigns to lick the boots of Donald Trump, I thought it was Matt Gates, and I actually had to look into it. Like, oh, right, it's that other guy, the guy that sued the cow on Twitter. I'm Gates. Gates uh, clock is ticking on Gates again. uh, I'm getting to the point where I'm starting to feel like a QAnon believer in the whole Gates thing. It's like, come on, guys! But but our boy Nunes. um, he has uh, resigned to become the CEO of Trump's media like uh, what, entity platform, whatever, um, smash and grab scam, pump and dump swindle, whatever you want to call this thing. And um, this has led to a bunch of moving and shaking in right-wing grifter world where now um, – Trump's uh, organization has declared they've made a deal with uh, Rumble, which is right-wing YouTube shittiness. Um, and, yeah, they've uh, they've claimed they're aligned now. Um, there's, like, all these headlines. Uh, Rumble surges after distribution deal with Trump. Uh, all, all So... Now you have this. You have this move where Trump is finally telling, like, uh, Getter and Parler and Gab and all these other shitty, fragmented right-wing social media platforms, guess what? I'm Donald Trump. I was the former president. I run the dumb right-wing shitheads in America, and now I'm going to be the man. I'm going to be King Dick, and you can all fuck right off. And... So uh, Rumble has hitched their wagon to him as quickly and as aggressively as they possibly could. And this means uh, our boy Torbs, who's spent the past like two years begging QAnon to join his website and just try, trying to make Gab literally... He, he basically wants Gab to be like, uh, people that want to lie about their Christian faith and Nazis and QAnon, instead of just being Gab, Nazis. Like he just wants to try to get that slightly bigger right-wing market share and he's watching Trump just so aggressively bigfoot him and it makes him so mad. He hates it so much that Trump is just going to crush him. And that half of his posts are just Donald Trump is a sellout piece of shit and everyone needs to realize that and tell him to fuck off. And How's like, that going for him? Not great, because it's so funny. It's, like, all the people on Gab that are QAnon believers, like, all the major promoters, are just like, oh, shit, Trump's like allied with Rumble. Oh, this is so sweet. Yeah. Meanwhile, Torbs is like, hey, Rumble wants to like do a public uh, initial public offering on, on Wall Street, which means they're going to be beholden to shareholders, which means they're going to start censoring shit. They're not going to be free speech. Gab's where free speech is at. Come on, guys, stay with Gab. And all of, of Torbs' uh, audience is like, you're not Trump. Trump's our boy. We all love our orange daddy. So uh, sorry, Torbs, love you, but don't love not in love with you. And oh, you can just feel like the the beta energy just radiating off of Torb. He's getting so mad. Like one of my favorite things that and this happens at least like twice a month on Gab is Torb's post something where he's like Trump sucks and I'm gonna take some shots at Jared Kushner and I know it's really hard to figure out why I'm doing that, but yeah, and. 
he screams and yells, and then you click off the Torb's timeline and go to the hot posts, and the hottest post on Gab is their Trump bot account that just reposts all the dumb shit Trump posts on his blog to Gab, and that's the hottest post on Gab, and it has like 6,000 likes, which is basically impossible for anyone to get on Gab. It's so hard. I've I've never seen a post on Gab get 10,000 likes. That's how small they actually are. For all the shit they talk about, how big Gab is and how it's growing, it's just like dumb posts, like D and C level celebrities post on Twitter get so much more engagement than anything you can get on Gab. It's ridiculous how much more engagement you have on real social media (laughs) compared to like fake social media. Uh, Because people like to scrap on Twitter. Yeah. That's like the the biggest draw is scrapping with people. You post an opinion and someone's just like, I disagree, but I'm coming at you hard. And you're like, excellent. The scrapping is on. It's it's like a hockey player skating up to another hockey player throwing his gloves down. You know what's happening. Exactly. Twitter's a a much safer place now because they got rid of some Nazis, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, Twitter has done this very weird thing where a bunch of accounts, um, uh, Nick Fuentes uh, got banned and then he made a ban evasion account and they banned him again. Because that's like kind of the sweet spot for Twitter is that if you're publicly known enough that letting you try to bullshit their ban evasions would make them look bad, they will crack down on you and they will take the the account away from you again very quickly. So a bunch of people are getting removed from Twitter, but it's uh, it's not this kind of thing where Twitter is talking about how you are promoting hate speech or your disinformation peddling shithead or any of that stuff. Their their, their go-to ban uh, format is talking about how you're trying to game the system and you're trying to manipulate the uh, the algorithm or um, or you're doing something with your account that is, like, just something that they find to be unacceptable because... There was this... um, There was this account called uh, Ghislaine Maxwell uh, Trial Tracker and that account like just exploded because of course QAnon and all these people ran to that account because they wanted everything they could. And the account was mostly about the trial, but it would slip in some pilly shit. It would slip in some stuff where it was just like, um, you're like, we're, oh, we're going to talk about Epstein's little back book and all these other people that are going to get arrested. But again, there, it really didn't seem like the account was doing anything that was worse than what other people had done. And they got banned for, quote-unquote, platform manipulation and spam, which is such a weird catch-all. Like, yeah. Literally, and anyone could befall that. Anyone could be accused of uh, platform manipulation and spam. Now, I think uh, one of the reasons why this account got hit was because it wasn't about this originally. It was uh, originally called um, Herman Hugh 69 and used a stolen profile pic, and then it changed names to WSB Monitor and tweeted about stocks for a while before deleting all of that and then renaming itself Tracker Trial. Uh, con- uh, conspirator... Uh, 
Norteno uh, is is a uh, great follow on Twitter, and uh, they had that tweet that had all that information in it. So, like, maybe if like you rebrand your account too aggressively and like pivot too hard into some like current event and start and start like freaking out, Twitter might like bring the hammer down on you. So, like, that is it was it's really strange. Like the fact that Twitter just said we're banning you because we fucking feel like it, and we run this sandbox and you're no longer allowed to play in it. And this became major news on Gab. And there, and uh, what was really funny is that, generally speaking, uh, the people that go to Gab, they get told, hey, everybody, this is your place for you. It's great. We're all, have, we're all one big happy family here on Gab. But QAnon's mentality for Gab is that it's just literally uh, your stronghold. That you go out into the battle, you fight the di- you fight as a brave digital soldier, and then when you uh, get banned or whatever, you retreat to your stronghold, you lick your wounds, then you make another account, you get back on Twitter, you get back into the fight. Because as Elle said, it's all about scrapping. It's all about throwing down your gloves and getting some beta cuck libs to come at you, and then you own them with facts and logic, and then you post screen grabs of that to your friends on Gab or to your timeline on Twitter, and everyone's like, oh, you totally own that lib, you're the best. And that's what their social media experience is all about. And you can't get that on Gab. You can't. Well, you can, but you're, but you end up eating your own, which is good. Like, that's what I like. I I want the people on Gab to be sparred for a fight, like so badly that they just start throwing punches at each other. It's awesome. And that is kind of what's happening on Gab that you have the, you have the people that take the vaccines and the facts and the fact that the vaccines are murdering everybody. You have those people taking that to their natural conclusion where they're like, Trump promotes the vaccines. The vaccines are killing us. Thus, fuck Donald Trump. And then you have the other side of people who are just like, how dare you impugn the integrity of our orange god? So that is like the main tussle on Gab is, is Donald Trump bad? And you actually have that argument raging on Gab. And it's not... It's not for all the other reasons Donald Trump is actually bad. The reason why they hate Trump is because Trump is pro-vaccine. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The least objectionable thing he did, and it has divided the snake pit that is Gab. Yeah, it's super awesome that every time Trump's like, Operation Warp Speed, I deserve credit for this, and I understand if you don't want to take it because it's your choice, but you should totally take it because it's awesome. That 
that gets Gab furious that there are so many people because even the like a lot of times the people that promote uh, Trump and are like just celebrating him and explaining why he's still a good guy. Even they will get a little bit of pushback here and there from people who are just like, but the vaccine is bad and he needs to speak out against it now. And those people like, look, he was a former president. If he speaks out against it now, the media will kill him. He can't do this. Like they're playing the optics game, whereas the other side is playing the, hey, the vaccine is supposed to be fucking killing all of us. And Trump is promoting that. That's bullshit. Fuck him. And honestly, the people that hate Trump have the more logical, coherent argument. It's why everyone who is on the Trump still good side, the posts they make are like 2000 word diatribes trying to display, trying to explain how it's nine dimensional chess that Trump was pro vaccine. And that's still okay. It's just, it's incredible. The, the lengths they have to go to, to justify Trump promoting the vaccine not being something that's a bad thing. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Love it. I, I honestly want to make a count on Gab and just like argue that Trump is bad because of the vaccine and see if I can scrap with like the idiots that are still supporting Trump. You, you said Gab is just insanely hard to get on, though. Oh, Gab, well, the, right now, uh, the best part of Gab th that I love so much is that, like, Torbs' whole thing is, we are the free speech platform. If you want to deny the Holocaust, fucking do it. If you want to say anything about George Soros, fair game. Everything is allowed on Gab, except pornography. Titties, bums, uh, genitals, no bueno on Gab. We are a Christian hate site, good sir. And like right now, to get on Gab, you have to like submit an application for Gab, and they have to have Lenny like open up the email folder, scroll through the applications, look at your application, and manually approve it because they are trying to crack down on the porn bots so aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> that like you just they're just not letting you log on and make an account because yeah. uh, Torbs awesome Torbs's war on tits is so aggressive and so extreme that he's like he's like literally stymieing access to his site so that you won't act you won't actually you might you might run across a pair of boobs it's so bizarre it's such a it's such a like psychotic Christian nationalist worldview and the thing that's so funny about it is like 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 you're these are men on these are men on the internet they're here for porn they're not offended by boobs they're not offended by naked ladies like it's so dumb to like watch all these people on uh gab beating their chest and being like yeah gab is porn free and porn isn't protected by the first amendment parentheses is actually totally protected by the first amendment yeah like, what do you think could possibly be more litigious than fucking pornography and the pornographer being like free speech and the moralist scolds being like, but it's blasphemy. And then the Supreme Court's like, now, now, everybody, they are allowed to show the boobies. The First Amendment did not restrict that as much as you might think it did. It didn't. I mean, it's it's so funny that that this is their hill to die on. Like this is like gab, no censorship except this. All the censorship. The, the porn bots. The porn bots. Like 
just the idea of that it's so it's so handmaiden's tale it's like so ridiculous that you like this is this is the shit that all these right wing assholes love to scream about when it comes to ra- like fundamentalist Islam and putting women in burkers and hijabs and all this stuff. And there's like, look at what they do to their women. And it's like, what does Torbs want to do to his women? He wants them in the Handmaid's Tale red outfits and the, the the covering of their head and under his eye. That's what they want. They want the same shit that they scream about ISIS doing. They just want it done under a Christian god and not a Muslim god. Like- <laughs> All right, enough, enough about Gab. Let's talk about negative 48 before we go into uh, our listener questions. We've we've talked about, we've gabbed about Gab enough. <laughs> that, I needs need to be one of, that needs to be one of our bumps. Gabbing about Gab. We'll have Gabbing to about Fro- Gab. We'll have to get Frosty on that. But uh, so negative forty eight. Um, the the continuing breakdown of his group. He's we talked to, real weird. We we talked in the open about the JFK heads of the MAGA hats and the red ties and all that stuff. So. What has happened is uh, there was a QAnon promoter. What's really funny is there's like these low tier QAnon promoters that I've never heard of who have come out against negative 48 and have made him super mad. And thusly he is accidentally signal boosting these people and making them more relevant and popular than they were. But uh, there was this, uh, there was this woman who was a QAnon promoter named Mel K and she uh, basically on her show, which I think Negative 48 was trying to get on, she came out and she was like, what Negative 48 is doing in Dallas is bad. What he's doing is wrong, and it is, a, it is an affront to the QAnon movement. We need to reject him. We need to denounce him. He is, he is a, he's a bad person, and I don't like him. And, oh, man. Shots fired. And I will, uh, I will give you uh, one guess. Actually, I'll give you three guesses about what he said about Mel K. Uh, and the first two don't count because just QAnon only has one insult for women. And after Negative Forty Eight had his heart broken, he called her a man. She's her a name- man, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I remember seeing this. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Negative Forty Eight now calls her Melvin. Because she's a guy, and they only if you're a ma- if you're a man, QAnon will call you gay, and if you're a woman, QAnon will call you trans. They only have one line of attack. They do want to make you horny, baby. No, <laughs> well then you're a man, baby. Yeah. <laughs> then a man walks over to you and is like, "I'm a man, and I don't like you either." Well, then you're not. Then you're a gay man, man. Boom! How you like them apples? totally owned that woman by calling her a dude and then owned that dude by saying saying he likes dudes. I'm the wittiest. Negative 48. Drops mic. Boom. Out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, top- and, and it gets weirder. Yeah, so on top of all of this, uh, the, the our good folks in Dallas have recently celebrated Donald Trump's real birthday. His real birthday. His real birthday, which uh, I had to ask a friend of the show, uh, Karma, uh, if his real birthday had to do something with smashing uh, Gematria numbers together and coming up with that. And she was like, no. What this is about is the idea that um, Trump is either uh, the actual blood relative of, of General Patton or he was adopted by General Patton. And uh, because... Uh, Patton uh, died. Uh, basically, the, the timeline for Patton having a kid 
works out to being around now. And so this is um, his actual birthday, descendant of America's greatest military hero, General Patton, and uh, allegedly either adopted or uh, Patton had an affair with his niece, which is incredibly creepy and awful. And I don't know why they would say that, but um, hey, they've got... They like Trump, so they're okay with implied incestuous uh, something. Yeah. And um, they also, he threw out there that Lee Harvey Oswald is still alive because no one's ever dead in their world. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's... Um, it's really, it's really strange that, I, 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 again, this is just going down that path where you just get into this stuff that no one on earth would care about. And you just have people buying into the weirdest things. Like, like they, they love General, QAnon has loved General Patton for forever. And neo Nazis love General Patton because. Patton had some very racist opinions about the Soviet Union and some very racist opinions about how good European people were. So at the end of the day, I mean, Patton did hate himself some Nazis and he did like crush Hitler and Rommel and all that kind of stuff. But at the end, he was kind of like, you know, while we did have to beat the shit out of the Germans, I can respect the European people. Those Asians, a.k.a. the Soviets... Uh, I'm not cool with them. They're they're not great. Um, yeah. So um, it's not it's not great. Uh, Karma has here. They're saying that General Patton slept with his niece, and Trump was the result, and he was adopted out. So you're very close to what's going on here. <laughs> Gross and weird. Because someone else had asked uh, Karma about he's actually the love child of Marilyn Monroe and Elvis Presley. So, uh, what he's hideous, like, <laughs> hey, be- beautiful parents, ugly baby. You never heard that before? <laughs> Good god, yeah, uh, they're all over the place. I mean, it's just there. Be- I, I, re- I really just feel like negative 48 working so hard to find ways to keep these people entertained because they didn't get the payoff, and there's no payoff to give them now. So they're left just spinning their wheels, trying. He's going to turn it into the the JFK Jr. Springer show. Yes, <laughs> he he knows he he knows what to do to fucking to keep the masses entertained. Bren Zerkuses. <laughs> I think oh, I think Pat I I think Patton's buried in Europe. I think like he like he died in a he died in a car accident like like shortly after either shortly after or shortly before the war ended and they just buried him there. Uh, I feel like uh, they're gonna like fly to Europe and go to General Patton's gravesite and negative forty eight is gonna walk over to it and go General Patton you are the father and all of his calls will be like yay and they're all gonna cheer. More likely, if they went over there, they would just they'd be like, "Okay, guys, we have to go to General Patton's gravesite. Why? Because JFK Jr. is going to come back, and this is where it's going to be." Yeah, it it all just <laughs> Scooby Doo style gets mashed together. All the guest stars start. They're just like, up. "We had it wrong. Like, why? Why would he ever have got back to where his father was killed? He wants to go to where Trump's father was killed because Trump is our God. Yeah, <laughs> Trump, Trump is our God. JFK Jr. is for some reason our Jesus. 
Yeah. <laughs> that shit remains baffling. Is baffling and will remain baffling. Why would he reappear where his dad was murdered? Because <laughs> yeah, at, at least Scientologists have the decency to just be like, we don't know where the spirit of L. Ron Hubbard is going to come back to, so we're just going to build multiple compounds across the country to like cover the spread. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's a reasonable way to do it. And yeah. The Mormons go off of what was told to them uh, a while ago, and that is Independence, Missouri. Independence, Missouri. So thanks, Moroni. Yeah, <laughs> you were really looking out. Nailed it. That is a town you want to hang out in. Oh, Party Central. I'm sure of it. Oh yeah. None of this partying like extra devout Mormons or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and there's not a huge Mormon population in Independence. Missouri, they just own a lot of land there, and they have a huge church there that's a, a big spiral, and they rent it out for high school graduations. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you got you got to keep the lights on until yeah. Jesus comes back. Right, I was about to say, got to make a buck somehow. He's gonna oh. he's gonna show back up and be just like America. I've always loved America because I was definitely here before. They're gonna be like, we know. Yeah, <laughs> we were, you know we, we we had the plates dictated to us by that guy who was the only one who could read them. Yeah, otherwise you'd burst into flames. Like, um, just only him. They were not shown to him by a white salamander, but the Mormon church definitely believed that for a period of time. White salamander. Nice. That's, that, uh, that, that, that's, that should be uh, some of our merch if we ever... Yeah. If we ever make, <laughs> if we ever make merch, we, we need to do it in the, in the spirit of uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. We can have the white salamanders. And... <laughs> Uh, it, it'll, it'll be one of those if you know you know things. Yes, <laughs> there. That story is crazy. There's a whole Netflix documentary on a guy who sold fake documents to the Mormon Church for years, and they kept buying them. And then when it looks like he was going to get caught, he started bombing the Mormon Church to cover up the fake documents. And one of his most famous fake documents was in a white salamander led Joseph Smith to the the golden tapes. It's like that oh. that that's that uh, the golden tapes. <laughs> yeah, and then he, and they plugged it and then he plugged him into his Jesus Walkman and, and listened to the spoken word of of the angel Moroni being like, "All right, here's the deal with heaven." I was seeing if you'd notice that. <laughs> turn, tape, turn tape over to side two to find out how to get into secret double heaven. And you're like, "Oh shit!" The the deep cut heaven that's like the B side. Yes. <laughs> white salamanders with the golden tapes I, I, I just love that we have behold a pale horse and now we have behold a pale salamander I'd like that all our religions lead to just very very albino animals uh, it's great yeah shocking uh, how many of these religions lead to a white something at the end it's so weird <laughs> so weird let's dip into the mailbag shall we our listeners got questions we got answers it's time for Q and A Yay! Yay! So, um, Sandra asks, uh, I'd like to know how many different offshoots of QAnon are there and which is the most followed. Uh, it's really hard to quantify any of these things. I would say the most followed is, again, what I've always sarcastically referred to as quote-unquote serious QAnon. But then it now, because we talked about it in the year without QAnon, it's splintered so much that there are so many fragments that you could never possibly categorize all the different outshoots. I mean, um, even before uh, Q went away, you still had like Pastel Anon and just people that were alternative health and got into QAnon that way. You have people that actually cared about saving the children. QAnon just puts its fingers into every pie it can possibly get its hands on. Uh, 
And uh, I'd probably say the most popular thing going on is whatever bunch of carnival barkers uh, QAnon John puts on the stage at his uh, Patriot rallies, which he doesn't list as QAnon rallies because he doesn't want to get kicked out of whatever convention center has been stupid enough to let him host it, even though his stage name is QAnon John. We, so, we never talked about it on the show, but QAnon is full of grifters and tries to grab anything it can, and we didn't get to it. But they tried to get on to the Free Britney movement there for a minute. Uh, but that all kind of like petered out before they could. Yeah, like yeah, Liz Crokin uh, of Pizzagate and Out of Shadows fame made a documentary called uh, Slave Princess, which was desperately trying to shoehorn her way into the Free Britney movement. And I actually had a bunch of like Free Britney people DM me and they were just like, what is the deal with this person? What's going on here? And I was like, this person is very bad. And you just stay way the fuck away from them. And uh, I wrote an article on Medium about uh, how Slave Princess is bullshit. And because that's how they operate. Like any bit of news that they think can be in their sphere of influence is something they'll go after. Like there was all kinds of people, even before Crokin, that were talking about how... uh, once Britney was liberated from her conservatorship, she was going to speak out against Pizzagate. That like she was part of this this thing, and that she had been locked in this conservatorship in order to prevent her from telling the secret truth. That's like that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's QAnon the, factions and QAnon in a nutshell. Right. Whatever will benefit them, right? And, that, and that's also what happened. every celebrity who's ever died was about to blow the whistle on the sex trafficking, and that's why they had to get rubbed out. I mean, it's just. It's just always the way it works. If you are a living celebrity in Hollywood, you are a pederast who drinks the blood of children and you hate God and love Satan. The moment you die, uh, preferably like before the age of like 70 with cancer, the moment you die young, you were a hero who was about to blow the whistle on all this shit. And that's why they went after you. That's why they dropped you. It's just, it's it's the story they tell every single time. So uh, thank you for the question. Uh, Reverend Xenofact asks, uh, do you want to see Lynn Wood subpoenaed by the January 6th committee? If so, why? To get to the bottom of this, the entertainment value, or both? Uh, I think Lynn Wood was just a... He didn't really have anything to do with January 6th because, I mean, he was very angry at Mike Pence and he called him a pedophile. So the people that were chanting hang Mike Pence might have been like motivated by Lynn Wood's craziness. But uh, he definitely wasn't like on the nuts and bolts level of working that uh, situation. Like Alex Jones was there. Roger Stone was there. Those people were promoting it and they were on the ground and all that stuff. So between them and the possible link between uh, people in Congress and the Trump administration and the rioters, I think those things are far juicier. If Linwood did go before the committee, it might be entertaining, but I also think that it would be really cringy. I don't know how much I would enjoy it. Because you'd, you'd basically be watching a guy having a nervous breakdown in front of the world. I mean, that's well, I mean, that's what Lynn Wood's been working on for the past year. I want year. him to get subpoenaed, and I want them to be like, so, Mr. Wood, we hear that Mr. Rittenhouse says that you are a poopy, poopy butthole. How do you respond to that? Just watch him, like, flip out. 
yeah, I hate him. <laughs> oh, oh, just just throwing a table, just like so oh yeah, just literally being pulled out of Congress because uh, of, of Kyle Rittenhouse uh, trashing Portland Wood. Kyle Rittenhouse now has a it's not a blue check mark, but he now has a quote unquote verified Twitter, and um, it, nothing has been posted on it yet. But uh, oh man, uh, that I'm, I'm sure that will be either the most sanitized or unused account ever, or just literal nazism there's no middle ground kyle is probably not gonna be uh i don't know that he's gonna be like the a gentleman on twitter that just speaks to small government and conservative values I'm not thinking he's gonna be able to toe that line that well unless, See, unless, getting like, verified on twitter is easy what's your excuse mike he well kyle isn't verified yet he he will be if he uses it but not yet so oh god that that'd be the greatest verification in the history of twitter why are you verified on twitter i killed people and got away with it that would be great. That'd be so great. The OJ protocol. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> OJ posts a bunch on Twitter, right? He talks, he just Yeah, posts... he's probably verified thanks yeah, uh, to the OJ protocol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Johnny Hart asks, uh, do you think that the, the, the more infighting will continue within the QAnon grift spaces as more QAnon digital real estate is appropriated by up and QAnon influencers? Absolutely. That's, that's what this is all about. Again, without daddy Q around to gatekeep and to declare who's a good QAnon promoter and who's a bad QAnon promoter, if you've got an angle and you can work it, boom, you're in. And- yeah, why would, we, why would we possibly think it would stop now? It seems like every week some new up-and-coming Q personality is, like, making some waves. And it's just like, well, the group can't support that many people in leadership or whatever. So, the like, the, the only thing they can do is splinter off into groups that sort of, like, kneel at the altar of one of them. Yeah. Ugh. yeah, and, and it's all about just getting your small fiefdom. As long as you are, like, sustainable off of the people buying your Trump coins, you don't need to have, like, a quarter million followers. You just have to have your dedicated base. And however you get that, get it. I mean, that's really what they're doing. I mean, but it's nice when you get welcomed into the fraternity of grifters like Patel Patriot. I mean... Uh, say there's co-hosting a podcast with them. I remember like Pepe Lives Matter and Major Patriot. All those guys were like, oh my God, this guy preaching devolution. He's so smart. He's so sharp. I mean, that's awesome. But if you're just Ghost Ezra and you just bully ball your way into the game and you're just like, hey, I'm the new hotness. The earth's flat. Uh, Biden is James Woods under a mask. And by the way, I really, really hate Jewish people. And and that was weirdly the peanut butter, the Reese's peanut butter uh, cup of like success in QAnon. Well, it's probably more the anti-Semitism than the flat Earth, but hey, it worked for him. So um, <laughs> if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, d- didn't you know, Mike? Jews Jews control the world, and also the world is flat. Yes, yeah. <laughs> J- Jews control the flat world, and flat is in parentheses. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure it's hollow. Yeah, uh, it can be two yeah. things. Yeah, <laughs> it's flat and hollow, like like yeah. pita bread. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, plus size golf model asks if all debts are forgiven. That just drives up inflation, so people have more disposable income. And certain panic uh, superhero button meme of options of collapse the deed state or cr- increase inflation. Uh, I am confused. <laughs> We're gonna what? Yes. Yeah, what is that? We we are not economists at no, all. I repeat. No. Ma'am, this is a Denny's. 
Yes. Uh, hey, wait a minute. You don't know that I'm not an economist in my day to day life. I, I I do actually know that you're not. Ooh, you don't. You don't know that. You bitch. You don't know my life. <laughs> we we talk daily. I am. Yeah, very... but we but we we didn't know L was Q, and that this podcast. Oh made yeah, it... he has gotten a couple by me. Yeah. I mean... Also, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I definitely made a little bit of cashola and some AMC stocks. So, boom, flip it. Yeah, so clearly you need to come to me for your financial advice. I will I will tell you which of those sweet, sweet NFTs to buy. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, what I think, I just realized what I think, what, what Plus Size Goth Model was talking about. I think this is more about Nysera, Jisera, the fact that when we crush the Rothschilds, like they literally are hoarding like $2 trillion of wealth that will be redistributed to the world and we'll be, we'll, our debts will be forgiven and will be put on a gold-based economy. And the thing is, is that, if they're, I think like the world economy is like ten trillion dollars, and the fictional Rothschild wealth is bigger than that. So it's like if the world suddenly had double the money that it had a second ago, that would fuck everything up. So it's like their fantasies don't even work uh, if you actually like think about it, and it would get to the point where we would have to like ration out the Roth, the stolen Rothschild, the, the re-liberated Rothschild wealth back into the world so that it didn't break the global economy. So the, that, they, it's just I, what she was, what she was trying to get at was, uh, these people have a very dumb, uh, like payoff to how the world gets saved and how everyone is made whole because they don't understand how economics work, which we don't either, but yeah, <laughs> and neither I, do I, I do know that only economics can make me whole. Please uh, fill the voids in my life with money. Yes. And also the voids in my body. If it's enough money, yeah. <laughs> if you, if you, if you want to, if you want to roll up like 20 grand did some twenties or whatever, or preferably hundreds, let's say 20 grand did some hundreds. You can stuff it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> 20 grand in 20s would be wow. rough. <laughs> <laughs> that would, that would be, that would be again, five times weird. as large. Yes. <laughs> it's a, hey, it's gray and cold outside. It's it's a punchy day in Hell World. <laughs> All right, give me that next one. If you want to produce 20 grand in nickels, I'll let you put it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so uh snorlax cpap asks out of all the q grifters who would win in a q world round of celebrity death match and what would the finishing move be you're i uh old old man mcwalkins is going to come at you uh snorlax cpap for stealing his bit uh that, that this is a this is an old man mcwalkins uh question um I really, uh, at this point, I would say that it would probably be someone like Jordan Sather, and it would be the fact that he's one of the only fit QAnon promoters that exists out there. Like, him and uh, IET are actually in shape. Um, if CJ Truth ever came back, he would kill them all, because that guy is like a professional bodybuilder. He has, like, 0% body fat. That was the guy Sarge mistakenly thought I was sending him into the ring to fight yeah, the boxing yeah. match. And Sarge was like, what are you doing to me, Mike? You're going to get me killed. And I was like, no, 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 you're not fighting CJ Truth, I promise. You're fighting a dude who's just like, 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 scrawny. He's, he's not, he's not overweight, but he's not, he's not ripped or anything like that. And then, then Sarge felt better about the potential for that yeah. boxing match. 
So I think the winning move would be CJ Truth, and the winning move would be the rest of the QAnon grifters would look at him and run out of the ring. Like, he would step into the ring, and then he would take his shirt off, and he would have the Chinese soldier 10-pack, and, <laughs> and, 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 he, and he would make his pecs dance, because I would assume that he had that level of muscle control, and every other QAnon grifter would be like, I ain't getting paid enough for this shit, and they would just leave. They would just run. So that would be that would be the payoff. And scene. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't know enough about the QAnon grifters to really have a have a better answer than that, which is great. Does Matt Gantz <laughs> count as a QAnon grifter? Because pretty soon he'll be able to summon his pal Kyle Rittenhouse, his pal and intern Kyle Rittenhouse into the ring, and <laughs> that, 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 he'll make short he'll make short work out of those Chinese abs. <coughs> this is very, he'll he'll, is... he'll self defend himself away to the victory. <laughs> Yeah, so those He's just like, hold on, I have to I have to get in my self defense stance, takes a knee, uh, aims down sights. Yeah. <laughs> CJ Truth starts running from the running from the ring, Rittenhouse just shoots him anyways. He was running, I was scared. Yeah, he, I mean he'll be running out of the ring and then he'll be disoriented from the bright flash of light reflecting off of Matt Gates' giant forehead. Yeah. <laughs> and then Kyle Rittenhouse will self defend himself three times on the guy's back, and that'll be the end of the fight. Yes. <laughs> I like that L immediately stated he didn't have a better answer and then came up with a better answer. So that well, was- it's only it's only a better answer if Matt Gates counts as a grifter. I, I'm 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 putting him in Give there. Give him time. Give him uh, time. Uh, as, as the official taskmaster of this show, I'll allow it. I am right, right, right now. We just, right now it just sort of seems like he's trying to 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 get it good with Bobert and Greed. Uh, maybe they have some attractive daughters for him. I don't know, but yeah, he's just he's always just like. It's just like in the future, we we Republicans are great again. Myself and, and obviously Representatives Bobert agreed because they are great. We're gonna be kings in this country. Yeah, he's he's a real he's a real funny guy. That one. The that was the weirdest diversion in the uh, Slave Princess Brittany documentary. Is like it starts off like for a half hour being like the actual facts of the Brittany case. And then it just off the rails to crazy town and it starts blaming every Democrat or person in Hollywood for Britney's plight. They like go at Kamala Harris for like no reason at all. And then out of left field, they're like, one of Britney's greatest champions is Matt Gates. And they actually, and like Matt Gates is like free Britney. And I'm just like, yeah, the guy who is hopefully about to be indicted for underage sex trafficking that's the guy you want in the Britney documentary as the one hero we have fighting the good fight for Britney Spears. And of course he'd be on Team Britney. He probably just remembers when she was hot when she was 16. Yes. He's like, Britney Spears, she was smoking hot when she was 16. Yeah. I remember that music video. Free, hashtag free Britney. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, sure, she's 40 now. He's like, what? Oh. <laughs> oh my god uh, she's 40 now ew gross like immediately begins deleting trying to find her venmo account just like ugh. so uh and uh we have uh peter miller who has a blue check mark i think this might be our actual first blue check mark question my god uh, my oh, god tried to, to put on our tried to put on our game faces yeah so uh thinking of making q grifter trading cards who would be the one you would most want and why uh I think the uh, Ron Watkins trading card that actually has a slice of his Rayahinami doll in it, that would probably be uh, my favorite QAnon grifter card because it's actual Q with his act- – I mean, maybe a slice of his Wagyu cowboy hat. Like, like, like how the, the football players have the game-worn jersey slices in their cards. 
I think that would be um, probably uh, the best. Or- I want a uh, I want a gem mint shadowless hollow foil General Flynn from first edition. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, who, who's the photographer? I always forget. Getty. Uh, Getty's. Getty's. I was going to say Getty's. All right. Yeah. I want Getty's cause he's the only one that blocked me before they all got blocked. Or, uh, I, I'm a big fan of, uh, major Patriot who is still around and getting weirder. Yes. Actually, now that I'm thinking of like the, the whole game use Jersey thing. I want the cue from bronze keyboard where he was posting the cue drops from that. Oh, I want- I want I want to just like break the that that key off and then just like like file off the top of it so it's just a nice flat top of the queue and then just like put that on the card and then have Ron Ron Watkins that in the corner and then like the Ray Ayum and Abidal on the other corner and just as a photo and just boom that's the uh, that's the Hornus Wagner of uh, <laughs> of of, Q, of QAnon trading cards nice yeah. So uh, that looks like, yeah, that's all that that is the mailbag for uh, this week. So that brings us to our question, uh, numerous, which is, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I think El said it last week, but I, I'm really looking forward to Spider Man. Big uh, excited for Spider Man that's coming up. Emissary in- of Hell, Supida Man. Yeah, that's <laughs> in like a week and a half. So big, big uh, excites for that. I, I I guess I'm going to have to be dragged to that movie at some point because uh, like just coworkers of mine who don't talk about movies to me are like, yeah, Spider Man. I'm like, oh, okay. I I guess like I'm so out of the zeitgeist, I know nothing about nothing. So sounds good. So yeah. Uh, is he strong? Listen, bud, he's got radioactive blood. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for uh, for holiday festivities. I, I have a. Uh... A friends miss gathering coming up. I have a birthday gathering coming up for a uh, for a friend. Um, I got some banging gifts for people, and I'm excited to wrap them up and give them. I- I'm excited to see the joy light up on people's face when I give them gifts that I've crushed for them. <laughs> Here is your perfect gift. Receive it. And give, <laughs> g- give me your precious joy. L will. Uh, L is like. L is like the monsters in Monsters, Inc. who have learned that happiness is a better thing to absorb from others instead of fear. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I'm more like a, ter- a terrifying vampire version of it. Like, you're just, like, overjoyed by something, and I'm just behind you going, <gasps> and just sucking it right <laughs> out of your body. You're just, you're like I'm so happy, d- but I feel so weak. You're like a dementor. <laughs> you're a reverse dementor from Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> sucking out your fucking joy. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, last week I was looking forward to the, uh, Patriot Bill game, which, uh, was actually the most agonizing, like, three hours of sport ball I've watched in recent time, because the Patriots were just like, you know what, we hate, we hate offense, we are going to run this ball into the line 748 times, whether it works or not, and what made it even worse was I was literally sitting next to a guy who obviously had an incredible amount of money on the Buffalo Bills. So everything that they were doing that made him, that made him happy, I had to hear about it. And uh, I will say that uh, I, I reverse L, uh, the, the, his schadenfreude at the end uh, sustained me. So uh, this week, um, I got to say that I'm looking forward to, I just discovered a game called Spirit World or Spirit Island. And it looks super interesting, and uh, it made me laugh because um, 
somebody described the game as Settlers Off Catan, because that's the actual premise of the game, is that you are a spirit of a of an island, and European settlers are coming onto your island to plunder it and ruin it, and you need to beat the shit out of them and run them off the island. And I was like, perfect, love it. So I'm in. I'm in on the concept already. I've heard the game's incredibly complex. I love incredibly complex games. So uh, sometime in the next like two months or so, I will obtain Spirit Island and then start playing it with people, and I will probably have a good time. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Oh, bro, I've got some some hot recommendos if you're looking for like complex, interesting games. Uh, yeah, that we've we've been playing a lot of. Uh, I got a copy of Obsession. We played a game of that. The Obsession remains very good. That's like a Pride and Prejudice style board game where you're inviting fancy guests to your tennis court or your to fancy your fancier parties. house that you're trying to to improve. Uh, but also, there's a uh, Brian Baru, which is a sort of like a drafting, like half trick taking game where you're trying to uh, conquer uh, Scotland or Ireland or England. I can't remember because I'm bad at geography. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you're trying to conquer territories and hold them, uh, while also appeasing the church, while also fighting off Vikings, while also marrying into noble houses. Um, and then there's a uh, tapestry, which is a Stonemeyer game that the people who made Wingspan, uh, and Scythe, and uh, it's just a, it's like a a, a a neat take on a 4x game that doesn't take up endless space or uh, endless time. It does take up a, 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 a pretty decent amount of space, but you can get, you can knock out a game in like 90 minutes, which is nice. I love it. I hope we have a game night sometime in the near future. Cause I love those things. All of them are good. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, on that note, it is time for us to head on out of hell world for the week. Uh, this time we're just going to walk. It's time for, it's time for us to walk because we ran out of gas and, or our car broke down and, or we just need to jump. Uh, so we're just going to hoof it on out of Hell World for the week. So thank you, uh, fans and friends, for listening. Uh, we appreciate your support. The easiest way to continue to support the show is by telling another friend, uh, recruiting them to our army of listeners. Uh, but if you would like to help us out in a superior way, you can do so by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics. Anyone who gives us a donation at the $5 and above tier gets access to our slate of bonus content, of which we have a significant amount now, including a bunch of wrapped series such as Kabbalan and The Foulest Deed, uh, but also uh, special bonus content like Where We Go When We Go Squall and the ongoing uh, Sarge's Conspiracy Book Report Storytime Corner. I can never remember the name of it. Was it Storytime? It's Storytime. Storytime. No. Yeah, I, I see. I thought I was nailing it when I went into that, and I realized I was the opposite of nailing it. I was getting it wrong the same way I always do. Uh, so yes, you could become a beautifuler baby by visiting our Patreon and giving us five dollars or more a month. Uh, we're uh, currently doing a drive to hit the nice subscription number of sixty nine subscribers by the end of the year, uh, and if we do so, we are going to do another. Adventures in Hell World cross binge wordy crossover episode where we will be discussing the new Reno nine one one movie Reno nine one one the search for QAnon. So uh, if you're interested, go ahead and do those things. If you are not interested in giving us your money, but you'd like to do a little good with it, that is totally fine by us. We have a suggestion for that too. You can donate it to love146.org. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. And that is in their own words. Uh, I got to thank our boy DJ Minimal Effort for his intro song, even though he remains too cool for social media. So you can't go and tell him that you like his Castlevania-esque beats. But, you know, to soothe my uh, my crying out soul, I need to make sure to shout him out at the end of every episode. 
I also like to shout out our buddy Frosty, who you can find on Twitter at FrostyVO. He is the person who has provided our uh, content warning and any bumps we need. And whenever we need the voice of Q, he fills in for that. If you can't get enough of myself and Sarge, you can get more of us by listening to our spinoff podcast, Binge Wordy, where we talk about pop media. Uh, it is the holiday season, and once we have resolved our technical issues, we will be talking about holiday movies, starting with the absolutely bananas Santa Claus the movie from 1985, which is completely bonkers. It is like two fucked up movies smashed together to make a super <laughs> fucked up movie. Uh, so if you'd like to join us, you can find us uh, at the Binge Wordy podcast. Uh, that's Binge Wordy, B-I-N-G-E-W-O-R-D-Y. You can find us on Twitter at Binge Wordy, spelled the same way. So for another successful episode of the Adventures in Hell World podcast, as always, got to get my catchphrase in there. I have been your host, Hell World L. Joined by the beautiful and bald Hellworld Sarge and the beautiful and not bald and also an expert in all things QAnon, Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, Patriots! Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.